Artists we know, it's Aiden. Kyle. Today we're here with Grant. Yep. You just saved Grant. a bird. Yeah. <laughs> saved a bird. Um, I was coming back from filling my water up and I saw a bird like perched on the lockers and I was like, is that an art project? Or like, is it fake? Because I jumped at first. I was like, oh, whoa, because it looked real. And then, uh, yeah, I filled up my water. I looked again, the head moved. And I was like, what? I came back and. Yeah. yeah, he alerted that, us and we saved it. Yeah, we opened the windows and then Grant corralled it out. It was like a finch or something, or I don't know what kind of bird. Yeah, it was cute. Do you know like a lot about birds? No, oh. I just know we had finches and that it kind of looked like one. Okay, might be too big. It looked like it looked dazed. Its eyes were like like this. <laughs> it was I th- stoned. <laughs> I think it hit its head. <laughs> I think it crashed into something when it entered this building probably well it didn't really like jump around when you came near it like yeah. fly away it just kind of like hopped yeah it, it was over. just like what's going on yeah. where am i yeah well it's weird when birds get inside <laughs> I, I worked with this guy who it's was weird death- when birds get inside <laughs> i worked with this guy who was deathly afraid of birds like if it wasn't in a cage he would run and scream. <laughs> is he scared to be pooped on? <laughs> no, he's just scared. He's like, birds are weird. I don't want them around. Well, me. it is. It is kind of unsettling. Like they'll be perfectly still. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're in the air. Like, <laughs> yeah. Aren't they close to, like, the closest thing to dinosaurs, like chickens? Um, probably. I remember yeah. learning something about that. They are like. Yeah, and they think dinosaurs had feathers now. Yeah, I think they are dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, I saw, like, a picture of that. Yeah. That's a weird thought, just because, like, it's, like, all throughout elementary school, just the same thing. Yeah. All, like, skin, what do you, how would lizards, you describe their basically, I don't skin? Know. It, it's weird to think, yeah, the, our image of dinosaurs <laughs> keeps evolving. I'm pretty sure, like, when we were, uh, uh, well, I don't know what year you were born, but... We were a born. <laughs> we we're born ninety. Yeah, right? I'm ninety one. Ninety one. I was a little bit after that. But I'm just saying, like in 1990, I'm pretty sure they thought T Rexes had three fingers. So really? just like in our lifetime, they're like. Wait, what do they think now? Two. Really? Yeah. Are you? You know, <laughs> T Rex. <laughs> just two? Yeah. And they're, but they're, who knows how much? That's just what the scientists and their guess. I'm gonna go with what they. I say. feel like I've never seen a picture, even okay. like a drawing of a T-Rex with two fingers. I, what? I have more recently, I think. But I haven't been looking closely at T-Rex <laughs> hands, like. Well, think about Jurassic Park. I've never seen any of them. Really? Yeah. All right, never mind. Did they have three in Jurassic Park? No, they had two. They they figured it out by that point. And I think when did that come out? Nineties. That was ninety four. Ninety. That was like ninety three. Like yeah, I think it was ninety three. Okay. So, yeah, in in that, I'm pretty sure at 90 they thought three, though. But in Jurassic Park, they had two fingers. Yeah, but they f- they knew by then. <laughs> I don't know who they is. <laughs> do I don't know. I'm just do you think shit. that the movie just had to, and then scientists were like, oh, well, now people care, so we'll just well, go it's with It's funny it. you say that, because uh, at the time that Jurassic, and this I might be making up too, <laughs> but at the time when Jurassic Park was made, um... Velociraptors, what you would read in an encyclopedia is that they were as big as chickens, because um, that's what the bones led to, you know, chicken size. But yeah. Steven Spielberg's like, um, make them big, like make them taller than a human. <laughs> and uh, so, so they the- did. And then after that movie was released, they discovered Colorado Raptors. I hope that's a thing. Not the sports team, but like, you know, yeah. bones of Velociraptors that they found in Colorado. And they were six feet tall. So huh. he predicted so, that. Okay, wow. They thought it was chicken size? It is. So what well, was... A lot of... Or I, most of them are, but yeah, there was one. Okay. Oh, man. I, because, like, well, in the second movie, they everything had Everything I'm little... saying is going to be wrong. No, just well, we're not a scientific yeah. podcast. Yeah. So, um... Scientists we know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. No, but uh, in the second movie, they had the little green ones that were, like, chicken-sized. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the little, those little things they were like mini velociraptors that ate the people yep, yep. those were something else though um, wait were you talking about the second one yeah I think yeah, it okay. was the second one yeah we're thinking the same thing yeah. where they're on the beach 
Yeah, or like that they're, they're in the like a river, and dude. then the guys like laying there and just getting like ripped apart by the little ones. Oh, I'm thinking something different. I'm thinking of a cold open for one of the movies where there's a little girl on the beach. And she got overwhelmed by a ton of little... Oh, that is the same one, I think. Yeah, yeah, And then that might happen later. I don't really... I probably saw that movie once when I was little. Yeah. I don't really remember um, what happened in there. It it was T-Rex in America, right? Yeah, yeah. They brought it here. Okay. That's a good idea for a movie. I guess they already did it. Okay. (laughs) I forgot about that, but yeah, they did bring it here. In the movie? Yeah, they like put it, they tranquilized a T Rex and a baby, and they brought it to the United States. Baby T Rex? Yeah. Not a human baby. It was like a mom T Rex and a baby T Rex. Sorry, I should have clarified. No, I should have known. I should have known. Where'd they bring it from? Dinosaur Times. (laughs) Jurassic Park, I guess. What was that island called? So they brought it from the island of the United States? Yeah. And then there were dinosaurs in the United States? Yeah, they were trying to bring them here almost as like a zoo exhibit. Mm, seems dangerous. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, but anyway, speaking of movies and films and filming and... Grand- good segue. <laughs> <laughs> from birds to dinosaurs. It's a good transition, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Grant here is a, would you call yourself a filmmaker? Sure. <laughs> okay. What, well, what title do you like to go? I don't know. Um, uh, filmmaker. I like okay. that. I oh. like making films. Okay. Um, and so let's, do you want to go through a little bit of your background of like how you started in films? I know like the first movie you made, you were in like kindergarten, right? Um, if you can call those movies, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. We just like to fool around and make videos yeah. and put them on the internet. What yeah. did you make in kindergarten? In kindergarten? I don't know. Yeah. There's not like a title. It's just... I, I thought it was like Goosebumps related. Oh, Goosebumps. That is... So there is one I can name by titles called Goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> uh, is this a video podcast or it's just audio? Just audio. Oh, I was going to say we cut to it now. <laughs> uh, played it its entirety. <laughs> No, I don't know. What did we do in kindergarten? Just run around in front of the camera mm. and scream and throw toys. Yeah. And now I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that was, if that's your first film, I mean, I know in high school you started getting really into... Did you do a lot in middle school? We've known each other since kindergarten. Yeah, we should mention that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I guess so in middle school. I've kind of always just been... You know, film and stuff. Yeah. I just like, I like doing that. I like oh. messing around with the camera. Yeah, because actually I remember one that you referenced recently with Big Mike, who was when you had the nun. Oh, oh yeah. So, and you it's hard without the video. You can't call these movies, though. Well, they're just like <laughs> clips, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what we filmed with him, uh, Scouts. Yeah. If you, you want to like explain a little. We can't cut to the clip, unfortunately, so explain what it was yeah when we were like 13 we dressed up as boy scouts and ran around the neighborhood we had somebody dressed as a nun and we had them hide in people's bushes and then we went to their front door (laughs) and said hi we're with the local boy scout troops a nun is missing and we were kind of freaked out we need your help and the nun jumped out of the bushes i don't we thought that was cool and funny (laughs) Yeah, I remember that, like Sister Patricia. Yeah, Sister Patricia. Who was Sister Patricia, though? Like, um, I, th- I think it was just whoever wanted to put on the costume yeah. in that moment. Side note on that, uh, a nun used to beat me at piano lessons, like actually physically beat me. Like your hand or your Yeah, head? my hands. I should clarify. Yeah. My hands. If I, if, if I had my hands up and they started to like lay flat, she had a metal pointer. I was like young. She would fucking. Uh, oh yeah, I can swear. <laughs> <laughs> she would just smack my hands with a metal like pointer that you oh would use on the map. Oh my god. Yeah. She did that to Who, my brother too. Where? How did you? 
take lessons from her. Did so, your parents put you in that class? Yeah, it was for. Did they know what was going on? Uh, vaguely, I think <laughs> they liked it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. His parents gave her the stick. <laughs> I don't know if they like specifically knew that that was happening. Um, until I know that they did by the time my youngest brother was taking the lessons <laughs> and he still had to go. <laughs> so, yeah, but That's that crazy. I heard the place, um, is for sale or just sold. What place? The convent, uh, right by where we grew up. Yeah. Um, that's for sale. It's been sold, I guess they're going to, re- with all the people in it. No, the people they're going to put somewhere else. Oh, I don't think there's many nuns left there. Then what are they doing with the building? They're going to redo the whole thing. I don't know what they're doing with it. But it's like historical. It's like a castle. Yeah, they. I think they have to keep the outside the same. They're just changing the inside? Yeah. Oh, there's really no nuns in there? There's a few. Oh. Well, I don't know how many. You exp- So, and we don't need to go into all that, but aren't there underground tunnels there too? Supposedly. You can see those. I think they used to use them. There'd be like a garden, and then they could take the underground tunnel to a garden or something, so they'd have to walk outside. I don't know what the purpose was, actually, but you can still see, like, the the doorways. They're yeah. kind of, like, half underground, um, but they're sealed up with cement. Okay. It'd be so cool to bust that down. Let's do it. You need, like, dynamite. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, we'll have to find some. Anyways... Do you remember your first uh, experience with the camera? Um, that's a good question. Uh, no, I don't remember my first experience with a camera. Or like, what's your earliest memory besides kindergarten? Um, I don't know. I've always. That's like as far back as I can remember. I was always fooling around with um, the family camcorder. And like, I don't know, I would just like hold it up to my face and breathe into the lens. And just like those were my first experiences, like just literally playing with the camera. Um, Hmm. Yeah. But I don't, I've always just been fooling around with the camera. Uh, but yeah, Word. that's that. I don't. So, so then you, you know, we move forward. Let's say, high school, three GI, really starts picking up steam. Now we're cooking. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, how, how did three GI start? For, where'd the name come from? Um, that came from with the group of people, um, uh, that in middle school. Um, I set this lunch table. I won't name them. Just I don't know if people want to be named or whatever, because <laughs> I don't really see them. But we were we called ourselves a band, a band, and we just kind of all met up and just kind of fucked around in Alex's basement um, with like <laughs> instruments. We had like two people or like three people on guitar. We didn't have a drum set. So somebody was like hitting to- like toys with sticks, <laughs> but anyways, we called ourselves a band, and it was called Three Germans and an Indian, and then we called it Three Germs and an Indian, and then we just called it Three GI. But I think it was like high school. Okay. When we like we were like a band for like maybe two months, but I just always liked the name, um, Three GI. Yeah. Um, it's got a ring to it. Yeah. So people always ask me like what it stands for, and I just say nothing because it really doesn't mm-hmm. stand for anything. But that's where it came from. Okay. But it's no long that no longer makes any sense. Three germs and an Indian, mm-hmm. um, but it just sounds cool. Yeah, nice. And so you put out your first full length movie in high school, right? Three GI show the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like uh, a clip, like film of clips created for the movie right yeah um i'm trying to remember what that was (laughs) that was just basically i don't know we just went around and filmed i mean you were involved with that yeah yeah just film goofy shit yeah and it it was like an hour long of us fucking around 
a lot of it were was like pranks and things like that. Yeah, doing goofy stuff in public, of course. Yeah. And so then we fast forward from there. You wait, go wait, hold on. How did you transition from uh, being a band and playing instruments into making movies? Oh, because we did music videos. We we would do like half-assed songs and then film music videos. And I found that I really liked the mu- making music videos. Um, and then that, because I just always like making videos. So that aspect really, uh, I like doing that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I just kind of hung on to that name. Yeah. And so from there, you go to college. You went to Ringling in Florida, correct? Yep, Ringling College. For film? Yep. Um, what What did you all do there? I know you were involved in a lot. You had a, one of your YouTube videos went viral while you were there too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, just Ringling was fun. Um, just got to be around a bunch of other filmmakers and made, uh, yeah, that video you're talking about, Link to the Future. And um, yeah. yeah, and so Link Florida to the Future cool. was a combo of Zelda and Back to the Future. Yeah. And it, it blew up. It, yeah, mean, it did. Didn't they talk about it at Comic-Con that year and stuff like that? Who's they? I'm sure someone did. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was like something that was brought up. Um, maybe I'm thinking of something else, though. But it definitely blew up. Yeah. Um, I'm so embarrassed by the video now. Why? I don't know. I'm embarrassed by all videos, but that one especially. I don't know why, but I'm happy I did it. I won't take it down because yeah. everyone, because then people would notice. <laughs> I take down a lot of videos. I enlist them. Oh really? Oh yeah. If I feel like nobody will notice, I'll take them down. Cause it's just like you know, it's like uh, the channel's like your portfolio, and every once in a while you'll take out an old piece from your portfolio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be like, you oh. should make like an alternate channel where you just have like. An entire timeline the of archives like from of the everything. beginning to where you're at now that people can watch the progression i've been doing something like that really? i have a patreon and mm. to the people who donate i i like the 3gi show yeah. the full length old episodes i've yeah. been uploading but those i since took down because they're just it's like i was you know that's over over like 10 years ago yeah i'm not happy with you know, th- that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm better at editing stuff now and whatnot, so. And it's like standard definition and stuff. It's still fun, though, because it's like a relic from that time. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I think that was like an important time. I mean, I feel like, is that when you figured out you wanted to be a filmmaker? Or did you know from a young age? Um, I'm still not sure what I want to do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. I think I always liked, um, I just always liked making things. Yeah. I like art and I think film, a uh, filmmaking, I'll, I'll go with that because that's kind of like if you were to make a Venn diagram, that'd be in the middle. Okay. Cause it's like music. I like making costumes and props and stuff. I like decorating sets. Yeah. I just like anything that's like, you know, artsy. Yeah. I just like that. I think filmmaking encompasses whatever you want it to encompass. Then you get to, you know, I like the fact that it's an art form that can be, you know, shared with others on the internet. Yeah. How do you feel about YouTube as a whole and, like, the idea of sharing? I mean, that's kind of revolutionized that whole realm of filmmaking how do you feel about youtube i mean are you monetized on youtube um yeah i mean everyone's monetized on youtube i think it because it's not like how it used to be where you had to apply for it it's just anyone it can be monetized but that's nobody maybe some people make support themselves off that but i get like 15 dollars or something from it it's nothing yeah a month or a year um a quarter i think a month it i think it needs to read a reach a threshold before it actually pays out mm. i think it need i i d- honestly don't know how mm-hmm. it works every once in a while i will get 
a payment from Google, YouTube. And I think it's always like over $50 or something. So each month I'll make something like $15, but oh, it needs like to accumulate. Okay. Yeah. Um, apparently back in the day it was like way better. Like 2011, 12, 13. I think that was probably the pinnacle for making money off YouTube. Mm. Whatever it is, I always missed out. I've never been a top dog on that. I've always kind of, I don't know, been at the bottom of the totem pole. But I just do it just because I like, I want people to see my stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because even if YouTube didn't exist, or the internet didn't, I'd still make videos. Yeah. Nobody would see them. I just like doing it. Mm. Cool. And I always got to try to keep that mind frame. Like when I make videos, I try to, I think it's good to like think like, oh, I have an audience that like, what are, what are their expectations going in? How can I like fulfill their expectations? How can I subvert it into something better? You know, always think about your audience, but also think nobody's going to see this. I'm doing it just for me. So, you know, you make a video that you are happy with too. Yeah. I think about that a lot because I, I, there was periods of time where I got really caught up in just what I thought the audience wanted. And then I was like, and then I was tricked myself into thinking I hated filmmaking because I was like completely going about it the wrong way. Were there any notable videos at that time or any projects? Oh yeah, of course. Those are gone now. Oh, you took them all down. Yeah. I take shit down. Yeah. Yeah. I take shit down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so after college you move back, and then the big project, Shrek Retold. Shrek Retold. Well, we should talk about Shrek Fest. Well, we will. We'll get into that, too. But that would be first. Shrek Fest? Oh, the original Shrek Fest? The, what you, the original Shrek Fest? Well, so Shrek Fest happened before Shrek Retold? Yeah. Okay. In 2014. Okay. Let's the start there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm all mixed up. We, well, we have to start with Shrek Ronomicon. Okay. So one day... It was like Halloween, or it was close to Halloween, and yeah. you came over, and we were talking, and you said, we should make a video for Halloween, and I was like, okay, okay. and remember we were writing it, and and then we needed a villain, <laughs> and, oh, okay, I remember, you said Shrek should be the villain, I thought that was hilarious, that fucking killed me, we made Shrek the villain, and then I, I wrote in that we all made out with Shrek, and you <laughs> said no. You're like, no. And then finally we compromise that they play basketball. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that. I don't remember remember the making out with Shrek. I remember I pitched that and you shot it down immediately. (laughs) I I remember we were at a Goodwill and we found that Shrek DVD game. Oh, yeah. That that was like, that was the sign that's like, okay, yes, Shrek is the villain. (laughs) Yeah. Shrek is in this video because of that, that, um board game you found at goodwill yeah and then yeah we shot this it was like a halloween video where shrek was the villain anyways and then we kind of became obsessed with shrek and then we uh i don't remember who it was it might have been taylor yeah i think it was taylor shout out to taylor too by the way taylor c yeah he's a local musician we'll get him sometime on the show you should get him on the show yeah he's been touring and stuff so it's Um, pretty sweet he he was Shrek. Oh yeah, he was Shrek. Um, but he else in that video, and he um, sent us a link to something called Shrek Fest, a festival about Shrek that was happening in Madison, and uh, we were pumped for it, and uh, we wanted to go, but then we found out it was fake, so then we made it real, <laughs> and then we did Shrek Fest, kind of yeah. grabbed the reins because the Facebook page was bumping and this was in 2014 so mm. you know how nowadays there's fake fake facebook events that are funny naruto run around blank oh i don't have facebook so i don't know like oh you oh you both are off facebook yeah you're not missing anything <laughs> it's you can make events on there mm-hmm. and people can say they're going or not and it'll remind you about it but people make fake ones like naruto run around mm. the trump tower or icp concert at this 
Walmart parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Like funny stuff that's not real. But they had one called Shrek Fest. This was 2014 before I knew that was a thing. Fake Facebook events. I thought it was real. And I'm like, and we were like making plans to go there and sell merch there. Because it was like, we did these Shrek videos and was and this was like a festival all about Shrek. And it's the pitch or on the page it said an onion eating contest and all-star cover bands and had all this stuff. And then we found out it was fake. But I was like, you know what? This Facebook event has like thousands of likes or confirmed go or whatever. So I called up Madison and I was like, hey, I want to throw a festival. Um, and I, they said it was at a certain park and I called and said, can I have a festival at this park? And they're like, that park is a um, like a children's playground. <laughs> Let me get you set up with a different park. And, like, the P- Madison Parks Department has been so cool because uh, I was just, like, a random guy calling and saying, I want to throw a festival. Yeah. And they were like, okay, let us help you. So huge props to them for being the reason that Shrekfest was able to exist. Yeah. And so you started it. How many people came the first year? Um, do you see my eye twitching? Uh, oh, I can really. feel it. I, can, I feel like I can feel my heartbeat in my eye. Um, Wait, how did you find out that Shrekfest was fake? Um, because we found an article that investigated Shrekfest by contacting some of the sponsors that were supposedly involved mm. with Shrekfest. Um, cause they listed, sp- they listed a bunch of sponsors and it was kind of funny. They said like Blaine's farm and fleet and it was like just random shit. Somebody contacted them and said, are you sponsoring Shrek fest? And they're like, what is Shrek fest? Mm. Um, so that, and then they post an article saying it was a hoax and that's how we found out. And it mm. was like, it was heartbreaking. It was like a really dramatic moment. Mm. And then it was like, wait a minute, we could do it ourselves. Like this is actually a blessing. Um, so yeah, then we just did it ourselves. And so the first year, how many people showed up? Like 20, probably. And so how many years has it been going now? Um, six. Okay. And how many people showed up this past year? Oh, I don't know. What would you say? There were a lot. There's more than 20. So I would say probably in and out through the whole day, maybe upwards of a thousand, maybe. That's a big number. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so cool. Like every year people show up and they there's this like i don't know especially like in the beginning years it was like an attitude of like wait a minute this is real like because people travel far and then when they pull up and it's like oh it is real i just i love that that reaction from people yeah yeah we just basically try to throw a party you know what i mean yeah have beer and stuff and food trucks and just make sure there's stuff for people to do music games then the the screening so yeah we just try to throw like a party where everyone can have fun and everyone's gonna have fun cool. i think i said that twice yeah <laughs> yeah no when i went there uh i hadn't gone the first couple of years i just went to the first well my first shrek fest last year and i was shocked because like i think i i wasn't sure what to expect but when I saw that many people, I was like, this is like, this is big. This is a big thing. And I met people from all over the world. That's awesome. Yeah. Who was all there? Who did you meet? Um, well, I talked to people. I think they were from Luxembourg, maybe. Oh, wow. Did they come specifically for that? Or was it like? I think maybe. Wow. People, people find awesome. excuses. Because um, a guy traveled. Rick, shout out to you traveled from netherlands and um oftentimes like that's a big journey and oftentimes people will be like oh i should do a trip you know people want to do trips like i'll do a trip to america and Shrekfest is kind of like the catalyst it might you know it's like okay here's the excuse why i travel to the midwest which is why would you travel the midwest <laughs> but people like yeah let's you know like he traveled and then he one day, so one day was Shrek Fest, and then he got to go to Chicago. You know what I mean? He like, you know, made a made a journey out of it. Yeah, and there's people that travel from UK, Australia, and all over the country too. All over the country. That's sick. And um, so, 
and I remember you saying people were like volunteering from around the world. Like, didn't you have people from Canada and stuff saying they're going to come volunteer and yeah. did they not come? <laughs> I, I don't, I, I try to, I don't remember. I tried to have volunteers that were all from Madison. Yeah. Um, because there was less room for air. Yeah. Um, but I, there might've been volunteers from out of state or country. I don't yeah. remember. And so you have, you mentioned live music, um, the main event, onion eating contest. That, is, that has turned into the main event, the onion eating contest. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a contest. It's where people are eating onions. What kind of onions? Um, just like whole onions. It's the bird bath. <laughs> Could be. Hello. How's it hey. going? Oh. Um, we don't know what kind of onions. It's always different. White onions, red onions, yellow onions. What kind of onions are there? Vid- Vidalia? Yeah, those are good. I would eat one of those like an apple maybe. I went to a white onion like. Have you ever bit into an onion like an apple? Mm, I think one time when I worked uh, in produce at a grocery store. Okay. It wasn't amazing. But <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't eat a whole onion. That's the People content. do. Yeah. I, I took, I tried to do the onion eating contest one year. I took one bite. It's like, I can't do it. It's just too like. Is like, there like a, cause you know how, you know, you're supposed to eat a whole apple. You're supposed to eat a whole banana. If you ate a whole, I mean, is there like a benefit to eating a smaller amount of onion versus like a huge amount like that? Or are you getting all the full nutrients if from eating the whole onion? I don't know. I think there are benefits to onion. You can juice them too. Uh, we, not every year, but every year that I have time to do it, or like the bravery to do it, mm-hmm. I'll juice onions because I have a big juicer. Um, but juicing onions is the worst. Like you're, it's like, you know how when you cut onions, your eyes cry? Mm-hmm. When you juice them, it's like migraine and you can't see <laughs> Like your vision is like blinded. Really, it's just like migraine, and you can't see. It's like the worst, and just like of course, it's not in tears, and it's like oh. So you have to do it outside. Mm. You t- to get an extension cord, bring that juicer outside. You need open air, wear goggles. Um, it's brutal. Oh, but my point is, I can drink if you juice an entire onion. So you um, just do an onion without adding like banana or anything else. I do not do this for fun. I do it for Shrek Fest. Oh, this is not like a no, like no. cleanse or something? No, no. I drink juice every day, but two oranges, apple, and lemon okay. juice. That's good. I don't drink onion juice. Although it's way better than... I'd rather drink onion juice than bite an onion. It'd it's, be good though, right? Not tasty, but like probably good for your immune system oh, or something, Oh, yeah. Right? Onion, yeah. yeah. It's not bad for you. It's a vegetable. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you could... You know, drink a big glass of onion juice, and that's good for you. What are the like vitamins and stuff in that like are big in onions? I don't know. I know that anything that grows underground absorbs a lot of like um, minerals and stuff. So I don't know if that has a lot. Onions grow on trees. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Any stinky tree. Well, like yeah, bananas like potassium. Orange is vitamin C. Is onion like riboflavin or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what vitamin that is. K. No, I don't think green. I think green stuff normally has vitamin K. Oh, that's right. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's um, got to be something. Yeah. Watch mm. dinosaurs have three fingers and onions are bad for you. Like we get everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We might. I don't know. Um, we'll have to look that up. How many fingers do onions have? So, um, then after that came Shrek Retold. Yeah. Um, Shrek Retold. Let's talk about Shrek Retold. Yeah. It's a movie where we invited, um, we took Shrek, the movie Shrek, and divided it up into a bunch of different scenes and then had a bunch of different animators, artists, not just animators, redo a scene, and then we stitch the whole movie together from that. Now, let's backtrack. I think it was around... We saw... Okay, so 
Kevin and Eric showed me this scene from a RoboCop remake. A group of artists remade RoboCop where each scene was somebody different. Yeah. And there was one scene in particular done by Fatal Farms. Do you know what Fatal Farms is? Mm-mm. Do you know what Fatal Farms no. is? Um, they did the Lasagna Cat videos. DuckTales intro. Subali Zoo. I don't know. Okay. Like the Pop-Tart cat? No. Um, they took... They're most famous for... it's. There's this, this group of these two guys. They're really talented. They do commercial work. But for their own enjoyment, they make really weird videos called... A series called Lasagna Cat, which is about Garfield. And they take a Garfield comic strip and they act it out live action. And then... They reenact the comic literally, and then they reenactment artistically. Um, That sounds so stupid, what I just said, but the videos they make are hilarious. Really? Like, rolling on the floor, R-O-F-L, funny. (laughs) Um, They're really funny. So anyways, they made this, they participate in this um, remake of RoboCop. Specifically, have you guys seen RoboCop? Uh, uh, maybe a long time ago. One time, yeah. I've never seen it. Apparently, there's a scene where he shoots a perpetrator in the penis. RoboCop shoots a bad guy in the dick. I don't remember that. <laughs> what? I it's apparently possible, that's in it. <laughs> so they got that scene to make, and um, they took it to the extreme where the bad guy comes out and uh, he shoots him in the dick. And then another bad guy comes and he shoots him in the dick. And then a third bad guy shoots him in the dick. And pretty soon there's an army of bad guys running towards Robocop and he's shooting them all in the dick. And it's in slow motion. Everyone's crotch exploding. There's blood. And like they had really realistic prosthetics, but they put schwibs in and they were exploding. They were telling a behind the scenes story. Where did I hear this? I think it was in an interview. Maybe on DJ Doug Pound's podcast, but he was interviewing them and they're like, uh, so how did you do that? How did you get all those penises explode? He's like, well, we we had a guy that specializes in that schwibs, and they hooked up. They're like, here, what? Let's do it. Wait, a what is that? What's what's a schwib? Is it is that what it's called? A schwib? A squib? A squib? Squib? I don't know. It's one you know, a little thing that you put um, in behind your shirt in Hollywood and explodes, and a little blood comes out. Oh, so it looks like a bullet hole or something. Yep. Okay. Just a fake, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. And so they, he specialized in those. Yeah, he specialized mm-hmm. in those, and he put. So he made a special one for um, the crotch, and it had like a cardboard backing, and then he put the thing there, and they they they're putting it on this guy, the stunt guy, and they're like, "Are you sure? Like he's gonna be all right? Like because that's like his dick." <laughs> and they're like, "He's like, yes, this is fine. The, these ones are for this." So they were testing oh it, God. and it wasn't working. I think because they. Something about him wearing it, like what? So I was like, all right, let's just put it on the table and test it. So they put it on the table, and then finally they got to work, and it blew the fucking table up. <laughs> what? So I just like that story, but that's about <laughs> Fatal Farms testing that prosthetic. They would have blew that guy. Yeah. Like they would have. He would have got to the hospital, and he probably would have wished he died. Um, <laughs> so that's really funny. Um, but oh, so. They participate in this RoboCop remake, and th- their scene is so fucking funny. That's why we knew about the remake. Yeah. Um, and this, I guess this was 2014, I think, is the same year we did the first Trek Fest. But we saw this remake, and it was like, dude, we should do something like this. And it was always on the back burner. And I think it was like, and then because we did Trek we did like Shrek Renomicon stuff. We were like on the Shrek thing. I reached out to some people. Um, I reached out to people. I'm like, hey, we want to remake Shrek. And I didn't get any replies. Uh, so I was like, okay. I tried. Yeah. And then I went on with life, blah, blah. And then Shrek Fest started to really pick up some steam. And I was like, dude, I think I have cred now where now I could ask people to participate in this project. And... I won't look like a crazy person. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where they'll be like, okay, he's got a, a resume with Shrek. And then sure enough, in 2018, I started reaching out to people. And, oh, but this time I did it right. Um, 
because I divided the movie up before when I in 2014 or 13 I can't remember I think it was 14 because I'm pretty sure RoboCop remake came out in 2014 and I'm pretty sure that was the catalyst but for, I just sometimes history gets so jumbled in your head yeah um but when I reached out to people initially, I didn't have any preparation because I didn't know what I was doing. But then in 2017, when I re started reaching out to people, I was like, okay, I understand the groundwork I need to do. I need to divide the movie up. So I took Shrek and I divided it into 32 or maybe 35 scenes. They weren't really scenes. Um, I divided them based on like a beat. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. if I did it by scene... I was surprised how little scenes are actually in a movie when you count them out. But I just did beats, where it was like an emotional shift in a conversation, a natural break point. Um, so I divided that, and then I had a spreadsheet, and I uploaded the clips to a Google Drive. So there's a spreadsheet with all the scenes. You could click it and watch it. If you didn't want to watch them, there's a title, the duration, and a one-sentence description of that scene. So you look through and be like, oh, this sounds interesting, Shrek angry. Shrek gets mad at Donkey, and you can click it and watch it. You know, stuff like that. So there, that was epic. I have that. And then I started reaching out to people, and then someone got back to me and was Connor Murphy was his name. He was somebody I reached out to, um, and he said, hey, uh, this is a cool project and all, but your scenes are like, you have 35 scenes, and the scenes are like five to six minutes. That's too long. That's insane to ask an animator to do something that long. Yeah. Usually people will want to do one to two seconds. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. And he's like, you need to think along these lines. And he sent me a link to a collaboration he participated in called Mama Luigi Collab, where they took an episode of the old Super Mario Brothers Super Show, or uh, the Mario cartoon. Mm. Um, and it was an episode from that cartoon. And the guy who did it, Andrew Dickman, I think that's his name. I really hope it is. Andrew Dickman, I think. Um, Andrew Dickman. Andy Dickman. No, Andy Dick, I'm thinking. <laughs> Andrew Dickman. It's Dickman, but I don't know the first one. Name. Um, uh, but anyways, Mama Luigi collab. That was It was so amazing. Um, it was really good. And he had a spreadsheet. Where, oh, so how he did it was he divided it into shots. Every new shot was a different animator. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's what he means when he says each animator can only do like a couple seconds. Because it's a lot to ask somebody to animate. Mm -hmm. um, and when I initially envisioned Shrek Retold, I, in my mind it would be all live action. Because I'm a live action guy. Yeah. I thought it was going to be all live action. And now if you watch it, it's all cartoon. Yeah, with a most couple. of it. Yeah. yeah. It's mostly cartoon. And I was like, but now I know that there's just much. It's easier to get an animator on board because they don't. It's easier and it's harder. Live action is easier because you don't have to draw anything. You're filming it. It's more difficult because you have to call up your friends Get a crew together. What's a day that we're all free? Blah, blah, blah. Animation is harder because you can't just film something that's already existing. You have to draw it into existence mm -hmm. over and over and over. It's easier because you don't need to call nobody up. Mm -hmm. You just sit at home with your tablet. So there's a trade-off with that. I don't know what my point was. Um, You're normally a live-action type of person. But yeah, but it ended up being yeah. all cartoon. So I had to restructure uh, Shrek Retold to um, be convenient towards animators, which I realized was going to be the main thing. Um, so I went through the movie and I redivided it into 100 parts um, and also detonated some scenes. Detonated, no. What's the word I'm thinking of? Not detonated means explode, I think, but I dedicated some scenes um on the spreadsheet where I was like, okay, this is an action. Like the storming the castle. Yeah. When they first stormed the castle, how could somebody film that? It's a castle. It's big. There's a dragon. I was like, this is going to be animated, but this I'm going to mark blue, which means this scene 
every shot is by a different animator. And when the fairy tale creatures invade Shrek's mm -hmm. swamp, that's a big epic scene. That was another blue scene. This is every shot animator. And I did that to a few others. And then also, I mentioned to animators, you can claim just a certain part of a scene. Um, so you're not doing the whole thing. So basically, that's how I morphed it so it could more fit animators. How long did that whole process take of like making the spreadsheet and then chopping it up and everything? Because that sounds like super tedious. Um. Yes, it was. It was. It's fun. I actually like doing stuff like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I actually like doing organizational stuff because it's so rewarding to me to have a spreadsheet that's like, you know, all your information. Um, but how long did it take? I don't know. Probably a couple. Probably it probably took me a couple months. But if I was working just on it, it really sh wouldn't. You, you could probably do it in a day. Mm. I. I I don't see why that if you had a day where you got up, had a good breakfast where you're feeling energized and we're in a room where you were just able to be focused and free from distraction. Mm -hmm. I don't see why you couldn't just watch the movie, take notes where each thing should end, then go in your editing program, divide it all up, export it, put it on a Google, uh, document, maybe two days. That's like a weekend project. Mm. Um, but it took me a couple months just because I, I wasn't sure what I was doing really. Um, I always theorize that these projects, like Shrek Retold, could have happened in one weekend if everyone who was on board with the project, all over 200 people, all the stars aligned where everyone had this one weekend free. People didn't have to go to their dad's birthday or go to their niece's softball game. There's a weekend, nothing was happening for everyone. It'd be like a 24-hour film festival. Dude, next remake, it'll be like 24-hour film festival structure. Do you know what that is? Oh, what is that? Well, you only had 24 hours to do it. To make a film? Yeah. No, I think it's 48 oh, yeah. hours. Yeah, one of the two. But It's a good um, idea. It's a challenge. Is it like writing and everything? Or are you given a prompt? With in, like the, in like the actual one. In the actual the, ones, yeah. typically you get... You tr you have to pick like a mm, genre mm, and then like a title. Mm. Like you, um, I remember, yeah, my my buddy uh, from school, Stephen, he did one of those festivals and he got a title or something called the Phantom Duke, or something, and uh, he decided that meant that somebody was shitting in a toilet and they didn't know who, <laughs> for his forty eight hour film festival, um, so that's fun. Um, but yeah, that'd be a fun idea for a remake. Anyways, so yeah, Shrek Retold. I have a lot to talk about this. I hope that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you. I know we have like somewhat of a limit because um, you got the place you got to go. And I think we actually have someone coming a little bit later too. <laughs> oh, oh, got it. How much longer do I have? Um, probably like 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty much Shrek Retold. Well, is, we don't have to cut it off. We can we can split it up too. If I, we'll have you back too. But what do you, we? I'd love to be back. Let's just continue the, the Shrek, retold. Okay. You you found two hundred people. How did you find yeah, these did, people? Yeah. Oh oh, <coughs> sorry. What? Uh, <coughs> 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 sorry, I got a loogie and I'm choking on it. Wash down some coffee. Um, what the hell is going on? Um, how did we find the people? It was a lot of people that I looked up to. Um, very few few of those people got involved. Um, but I I was surprised a lot of people that like I grew up really liking got involved, and it was like an honor to work with them. And then a lot of other people were just um, checking who's following me on Twitter, seeing if any of them were artists, because I knew they'd be down. Mm -hmm. And then um, f seeing who was following me on YouTube, if they were an artist, get them involved. See, uh, Mama Luigi um, collab had a spreadsheet with all the credits. I contacted every single person that had 
contact information available. And then I looked into other collabs and contacted a ton of people from there. Um, specifically, uh, Steven Universe reanimated project called um, it's the it's the Steven Universe one. There's you know you know which one I'm talking about. I yeah, can't yeah. remember what it's called. I, I know what Steven Universe is for sure, and I and I can pick out that artist's style from Shrek. I'm pretty sure because it looks like the cartoon. But there's a ton of people involved with the Steven Universe okay. animate, um, which all had yeah very Steven Universe yeah, style. Yeah. If there's a shot in in um, Shrek Retold that looks especially beautiful, they're probably from that Steven Universe project. That one had a lot of like Mama Luigi had such goofy off the wall animation, and then the Steven Universe had such beautiful animation. And I definitely I, I love that ratio where you're looking at something like this is like really aesthetically excellent and then you see something where eyes are bugging out and butts are farting like i like that mix <laughs> yeah and like there were some scenes in shrek retold that i remember that i was like wow this person should probably animate like on tv like this is incredible and then some of it was just like off the wall like you know funny goofy um you know, like the shapes are changing and things like that. So yeah, there, yeah, there's some crazy far out ones. Um, but yeah, that that's Shrek retold in a nutshell. Just different crazy styles. Yeah, some who, beautiful, some scary. Who did the um, the voices? Oh, the voices. That that's different from scene to scene. Some people who made their scene um, did the apply their own voices. Some people. I had other people do the voices for the person animating. It's just, it is constantly shifting um, from scene to scene, which makes it a little confusing, but that's part <laughs> of the fun. Uh, Didn't you say, and not to cut you off, but wasn't that one of the more challenging parts was the audio in this one? Oh yeah, that was a big part with this where a lot of the editing went into was the audio. Cause we redid the, I should mention that we redid all the audio for Shrek Retold. Um, where the other reanimate projects that they were just that oh. reanimate where they re I'm so sorry they reanimated what was there uh, but we redid the sound and stuff which was definitely the most challenging um, aspect of it just because it was so much you know every footstep and even when like when people turned like people people at home listen you can hear that that's literally me just flexing my elbow just putting my arm up and down and it makes a sound but you don't think about it like when you're animating somebody goes like this you're not going to put a sound but there is i have a ton of sound effects of just fabric rustling and anytime somebody's moving and stuff some people actually there are two animators that put their own noises in when shrek would turn around and they'd include a yeah i was like holy shit that's they went the extra mile yeah but all, every footstep I, I, do, I like to do whooshes if somebody moves really fast, but just stuff like that. And then if there's a scene that all takes place in the dungeon, I'll take all that audio and add an echo to it. Mm -hmm. And that really helped it be cohesive, where the entire scene that took place in this dungeon, there was the same echo throughout all the dialogue and also the ambience. Ambience is huge to me, is but it's really subliminal. But it's like if we're in the forest that you... We're in the same forest, even though the style is changing drastically, just with the ambience, it subliminally lets us know we are in the same forest yeah. this whole time. Um, so yeah, the sound design was huge for that. And it was really fun because you got to change little things that match the style of that scene. Um, where if somebody did a scene that was especially trippy and weird, you could, the ambience can start to break down and be like, you know, just get wild with it. Yeah. Um, with this, with this project. So that was 2018. Yeah. Now I just finished one in 2020 called, are you cold? A little bit. I'm wearing long underwear. <laughs> um, I'm just finished up this one called Sonic. I shouldn't have my phone next to the XLR cable. Oh, well, yeah, it's, do you think it causes interference? No, it seemed to be picking up fine. Okay. I think so, at least. It's showing the meter, so. Just making sure. Did DreamWorks ever, like, contact you? Oh, no. I, I no. 
They probably know about it, but I don't see why. No, th- like cease and desist or anything. Oh no, no, I don't. We're just like celebrating yeah. their thing. I think. Yeah, and you never totally. made money off Shrek Retold. No, it's I don't monetize it on YouTube. Yeah, I think that would be crossing the line. It's like you. I always wonder how much money would I make if that was monetized. Cause it's like four million views. Yeah. What if everyone paid a dollar? I'd be a millionaire. That'd <laughs> be crazy. Um, but yeah, no, that's not monetized. Cause I think then DreamWorks would be like, wait a minute. Um, but I, the way I see it is like celebrating it. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I feel it is. Um, and with this Sonic rebuilt, I just finished a project called Sonic rebuilt. It's the Sonic movie from the nineties, the cartoon. Yeah. Um, and this this one we're using the audio and there's such a clear distinction between these two projects where sonic is more like reeled in um because i I wanted to do something different you know what i mean i didn't want to i just wanted to do something different and i was like let me try a project where we we stick to the audio and there's such a clear difference with that where it's like more reeled in yeah where shrek retold is definitely more elastic where it's going along the same path, but it swings so wildly in different directions. Yeah. No, and I haven't seen re- you're releasing Rebuilt in the end of this week, right? Yeah. March 6th? March 6th. Okay. So I'll have to watch that. I haven't seen I saw the clip you put out. The trailer? Yeah. Yeah, I released the I'll, trailer. But. I also saw you put out that thing. Like uh, it was a video of just you explaining why it wasn't out yet. Yeah, I took that down. <laughs> but that that because I said I was gonna release Shrek or sorry Sonic Rebuilt at the same time of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, yeah, the actual movie. Um, but I just wasn't ready, um, so it got delays just like the actual Sonic movie. Oh, the actual Sonic movie didn't come out on time. No, because they had to reanimate like all those scenes. Remember? Oh no, I didn't hear about the that original Sonic. Just looked really creepy, and everybody, oh, really? everyone complained, and so they went back and like. Modeled, modeled it more towards like what he looked like in like the video game yeah. or something. I didn't hear about this. This was come out last year. Oh, it, it was real out. weird looking. It was like a little person with like blue fur. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't see the trailer. Uh-uh. It was awful. Yeah, he looked like a human with blue fur. It was really weird. Like he wasn't wearing gloves. It was his hands oh, were yeah. white and like his body shape. Like you know, he's got like lanky yeah, yeah. limbs. It was like a little like I don't know. It looked like if like a hamster was standing up or something it was weird <laughs> it was weird because it had human mu- like muscle like it was human esque it just looked weird like you're used to seeing sonic with noodle arms and noodle yeah. legs but they gave definition and it was like nah this ain't good <laughs> it, so they made him look like a cartoon which you yeah know, don't tr- it's just the uncanny valley you know what i mean yeah and he had like a little human mouth with like human teeth <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up so yeah, here, look at this. Back to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> oh, I do remember that one. I do remember that. Yeah, you can see the clear difference where it's like... I do remember they that. They fixed that. Oh. There was a conspiracy theory that, like, it was on purpose just to get, like, free publicity. Huh. That seems like a lot of work for free publicity. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, there's different ways to do yeah. it. Anyway, uh, um, how were any of those animators from Milwaukee or any of the people involved in? Oh, Shrek yeah, in Shrek Retold, yeah, yeah, a lot of them. Um, I I don't I want to just list off their names right now. Yeah, I'll, you... I'll just do it. Yeah, Mallory and Kyle, um, Kelly, Maine, and Zachary McCoon. And they all had they they were all animators specifically. They were all animators on Shrek Retold. And Zachary and Kelly did some work for Sonic Rebuilt. And they all, uh, Kyle and Mallory already submitted pieces for Shrek 2 Retold, which is something that I'm working on. Yeah. It's still kind of under wraps just because I've been so busy with Sonic. Yeah. Um, where that's kind of on the back burner, but now Sonic's wrapped up. I'm going to get into Shrek 2 Retold. Cool. Um, and then, so you showed Shrek retold at the Oriental twice and sold out both shows. Yeah. How, how did that feel? I mean, that's, that was crazy. cool. 
don't yeah. know. You were there both nights. Yeah, it was a wild uh, scene. Like, the first night they wouldn't let us in. Yeah, that was funny. We almost had to wait outside. <laughs> um, and you, you actually held a big... What I want to say you said sold out. It was... It, it reached capacity, but it was a free showing. Oh, okay. I just yeah. wanted to say that. Um, you also did a showing at Bremen Cafe. Yeah. That and then you packed. also said I did it. The Oriental, their staff, um, I, I, they get the credit. They, I, did, I just showed up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wish I could remember their names. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm really bad with names. But the, you, the Oriental crew and staff and also the film hooligans crew and scouts who try to find stuff to put on there, you guys get all the credit. The Bremen screening – all credit goes to Mark Peterson. That was his idea, and he set it up, and he got all the equipment. He did everything. So that that screening was really fun, but Mark gets the credit yeah. for that. Shout out to Mark. Oh, and Mark set up a, a screen where he played the real Shrek at the same time as Shrek Retold. And uh, they, they sync up if you do that. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and shout out to the Oriental Theater. I mean, they're mm. doing a lot. For the film community, I think. They're epic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's like a general rundown of the Shrek project, right? I mean, is there anything we missed there that you... That's it. Basically, Shrek Fest is a party that's a lot of fun every Labor Day weekend in Madison, Wisconsin. Shrek Retold is a project is basically an excuse to make a feature um, and making it around Shrek. That's what my resume pointed towards. Yeah. So if you're going to do a remake, do it about Shrek um, and getting people on board for Shrek retold. I just want to say it was so hard where people, cause I, I, I don't have remakes under my belt. So I was reaching out to people and it's like, yeah, I don't have any experience with this, but do you want to be participate in this? And a lot of people try to warn me against it. Um, some people screen cap my email and like posted on Twitter and made fun of me. That pissed me off. But I didn't say nothing. Until but I now. was pissed about it. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't even say it right now. But no, it's lame. Ignore That's the super haters. Wax, yeah. yeah. They, like, what's the point? And they're they're just making fun of me that like there's no way I it was too monumentous of a project, and. And to do, redo the sound too, because what they pointed towards a lot of those other remakes. And I'll tell you my secret: a lot of those other remakes took o over years to do. Shrek Retold took eleven months, so I did it under a year. And the other projects take like two to five years because they're not keeping a strike system. I kept a strike system, and every week I emailed everyone personally that was involved with the project. And if they didn't respond to my email, you get a tally. Next week, send an email to everyone on the project. Personally, don't do group messages because you won't get a response. And then you, they don't respond again, you get a check mark. Three, oh, I did four strikes, you're out. And then it, if somebody wasn't responding and showing me WIPs, work in progresses, uh, be gone. And then fill their place in with a different person. Yeah. Uh, and that kind of sounds harsh when I say it that way, but that's the only way it was done in under a year. Yeah. yeah I mean, like four emails is a lot to, that's what I thought know, yeah. to not respond. Right, at all. Exactly. Yeah. Four emails, my friends, um, Nolan, I'm going to throw you under the bus, but Nolan, he, d he ended up submitting an amazing piece. He was so bad at replying to emails and he submitted way past the deadline. But I, I know Nolan personally. And I love that guy. So he got a free pass, <laughs> but N Nolan, you're giving me a heart attack, man. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I think uh, we'll end it there and maybe... But yeah, okay. Wait, speaking of <laughs> okay. missing for people, a lot of... I didn't realize how bad some people are with emails. Um, there was... With Sonic Rebuilt, all the scenes were claimed around like November, December of last year. And I just, I'm just getting emails now back from people like saying, oh, is this scene still open or something? It's like you were responding months late. This project is done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. 
That's weird that people don't. You'd think they're on their computer trying to work on this or whatever. They just. I think it's little kids. <laughs> uh, but also, I, I, I. Some people just have email addresses that they don't check. Yeah. Um, I know I do, and I miss out on opportunities. Not anymore because now I've, I've been scarred too many times where it's like every morning I check all my inboxes like a psycho. Yeah. But I've missed some cool opportunities just because I have an email address I don't use. Yeah. I guess that's the moral of the story is check your emails. Check people. your check damn your emails. emails. Yeah. Oh, also, we're talking about moral of the story. Have your Right now, put your email address in your bio on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the first thing on your website. I should... Right when I go to your website, and I don't do this. I must go home and fix this. I'm so sorry. I'm being a hypocrite. But um, when I go to your website, the first thing I should see is your email address. I shouldn't have to click a tab that says contact. I sh- you sh- should not have a web form that you fill out. You should not have a mail to colon link that opens up whatever default programs on my computer to, to draft an email. Just have your email address there. Use a Gmail because that works the best. The advice for the people yeah right um well yeah this has been uh artists we know i'm kyle aiden grant and thanks for listening yeah thanks for coming on oh wait social shout out your social media sorry we forgot (laughs) 3gi um on youtube just 3gi on twitter the 3gi website the 3gi.com instagram the 3gi facebook i don't know facebook is not important um, that's it. That's what happens when I try and do the outro. <laughs> so <laughs> why don't we do this the right way? All right. Ours we know. This is Aiden. Kyle. Grant. Thanks what for you listening. Wait? We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked it up. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.